afternoon and good evening meeting you where you are no matter what time of the day it is welcome to the crown table unleashed are you ready to be motivated inspired and encouraged it's time for you to get in step with the spirit here is your host jeffy clark the third Hey, y'all, how y'all doing today? I hope you guys having an amazing day, a wonderful day, a beautiful day on today. Listen, I am so glad that you guys are joining me here on today, guys. Ready for this episode? I got my lovely, beautiful, sexy, fine wife here with me again, guys. I'm so glad. She's going to grace me for two episodes. She got a little contract, y'all. Uh, uh, I'm so glad, y'all. Please welcome to the Crown Table Unleashed. Leading lady, Takia Clark. Hey, everybody. Hello, everyone. Listen, I'm excited. This song right here just do something to me. I like this song so I much. I love this song. This song is off the chain. But you know what's so funny about this song, though? I tried to Shazam it, and you was acting all like, and now that I don't download the song, now you wanna, now you wanna, now you wanna like the song. Yep. Y'all, it'd be like, it'd be, right. it be like that, y'all. It'd be like, see, I got the sauce. I got the, I got the gospel playlist sauce. You hear me? Definitely. And I got it too. Your playlist. Yeah, I know. Because we got the same thing. Yep, that's what wives are for. <laughs> Y'all, not only is gospel hitting all, hitting off on uh, all eight cylinders, but you also have that gospel rap that's also hitting off on all eight cylinders. You know, I, that gospel rap of today is something different compared to what we grew up listening to as a kid. Because we grew up listening to the kid, uh, Lecrae was out. And I mean, his, his his rap was okay, but rap gospel rap wasn't all of that. Nah. Nah, these boys got something. These boys got something to talk about because they gonna been through some things. You know, when you coming from the life of the streets to now, you putting it into this to this gospel clean music. It's a whole nother level, ain't it? Definitely. Definitely. Listen, guys, I can't wait to get into what we got for this episode on today. Let this song minister to you, and we'll be right back. Father, I'm calling your name Cause I need you, my Lord, right away My trust is in you, my Lord, I'm calling your name Alright, y'all, let's get into it, let's get into it It's your host, Jeffy Clark, the third, I'm third generation It's been three of me, I'm the third one Maybe God will give us a fourth one 
What do you think? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe my might, might give us another journey. I know, right? What's the name we got picked out? We gonna tell everybody what's the, what's the name we got picked out for a girl? I'm not sure yet. I ain't gonna tell. Okay, well, I'm prophesying today. That's what's coming in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. So my first question for you is: What is the single biggest time waster in your life, and what can you do about it? That's a good question. Well, you said, "What's the most wasted time in my?" The single biggest time waster in your life. And what can you do about it? Hmm. It's pretty good. Worrying. Oh, my goodness. Come on here. Because when you got God, you don't need to worry. I had to realize and I had to really say to myself, I know God as my Savior, but do I really know him as my Lord? If I knew him as my Lord, then I wouldn't be worried about things that I oh. cannot change or that I cannot do anything about. Ooh, I, if you fire. trust God as your Lord, you would give everything to him, everything, and you wouldn't be worried about it. So I had to realize that and I had to really just give worry and cast all my cares to God because he is the only one that can handle them. And so... I think that would be the answer to that worry. Beautiful. That that man, listen to me. There's this this thing about worry. I'm trying to tell you, you can't be worried about nothing. You can't be worried about about and listen, Matthew chapter six, verse thirty four says, Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself, sufficient for the day in its own trouble. Philippians chapter four, verse six through seven says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer. And supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Everything that you are worried about, everything that is on your mind is, is to be placed in God. Now, I know it's, it's kind of hard when we're dealing with these physical things that we have to deal with. For example, you got um, the light bill standing over you, standing over you, right? The light bill is due on Friday and J.A. don't already set the, set the cutoff letter for Saturday evening, right? And you're like, well, what am I going, what am I do? I, I, you, you you still worried about you know you still worried about you know what's coming up on Friday, but you still in Monday, right? We 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 got four days. And God don't need long to move, but we got four days for God to move before Friday. And you think that God can't get it done by Friday? Sometimes, 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 sometimes we got to put the things that we that we keep on our plate. And we have to truly give them things to God. Now that comes with time and learning, learning experiences, you know, to be able to practice those things and be able to, you know, actually be able to be like, you know what, something's happened. I'm actually going to give that thing to God. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to care about it. I'm going to let God be God. I'm going to let God do God. For example, you know, it's some people in the Bible that was doing some profound things in the Bible. And, 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 it, and it's a shocker because it's like, you know, what are they doing? And, and and here's what they were doing. Peter was asleep. Hmm? Peter was asleep in prison. Now, Peter, why was you sleep? <laughs> Peter, why was you sleeping in prison? Your life is on the line. You was about to go get hanged. Why is you sleep in this moment? Why is you sleep in this moment? Because he wasn't worried. Whew, he was not worried. He was not worried at what they could do to him because he know that they couldn't do anything but kill his physical body, but they couldn't kill his spiritual body. Yes, yes. You know who else was in this, in 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 this Bible sleep? Jesus. Jesus. 
it's a storm going on out here in this middle of this ocean. Yeah. We in this boat. Why is you sleeping? And he wasn't worried about it. They was worried about it, but he wasn't in what he said. Peace be still. Mm. And guess what? Peace was still. Yes, it was. When God say something, it don't take nothing. It's automatic. When God say, peace be still, peace going to be still. Yep. Peace is going to be still. When Jesus got up and gave that commandment, and it, and it was powerful. And it was powerful. So the best thing I can tell you in your times of trouble when things look to be up, going upside down is to get you some sleep. Get you some rest. Close your eyes and get you some rest. Give it to God. Yes, I'll give, I had give to it learn. To him. Give it to God. Give it to him. Give it to him. Okay, so the next question that I have is, what do you think makes God God? Again, what do you think makes God God? Oh, that's good. What 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 do I think make God what what make God God? What makes him who he is? Yes. I think my um uh I think my um my video I did on power for apostle. When I think about God, I'm trying to think about all I'm thinking about all that he is, right? But I'm thinking about his love too. I'm thinking about his grace, I'm thinking about his mercy. But I'm trying to figure out what makes God God. What what make him him? What would make somebody see him as this supreme being? And honestly, I'm going to have to go with God's power. That's good. God said he was hovering over the face of the deep. Before he did anything, he was just doing him. And then he said, let there be light. And then he separated the light. And then not only did he do that, but then he created. And then he, he, he created a man. And then blew his breath into man to make it a living soul. And then you have God that's want to be a, a savior. Picks out a, a group of people in Egypt and makes them his own. Mm. And then God being God and God's power. God goes and in our human terms, spits in the face of every Egyptian God mm. that Pharaoh and his people served and showed that I am truly God. Mm. The gods that you play with, the gods that you talk about, the gods that you that you believe in, I'm sitting on them. And, and a lot of you on this podcast might not know this, but maybe you might maybe you might do. But Ra is the Egyptian God. I'm talking about the main God. I'm talking about the head honcho, the man that makes stuff move. And his power is over the sun. And what did God do for three days? God put on his J.A. suit and <laughs> cut them lights for three days. God turned into Florida Power and Lights, Clay Electric, whoever you want to take down there in Tampa, whoever you want to call it. God became and cut the lights out for three days and you were praying to a God for sunlight and nothing happened. Mm. Nothing came. Why is God God? God is the sheer essence of power. 
then and then God, then he went, Moses, God, I want to see you, God. God, I want to see you. I want to see yes. you. I want to see you. Oh, God said, you know what? Okay, you want to see me. You want to you you see who I am. You can't see my face because you should surely die, but you can see my backside. But not only are you going to be able to see me, but I got to put you in a cliff, which is a crack in a mountain. Mm. Right? Right? And not only do I got to put you in a cliff in a crack of a mountain, but then I had to put my hand over the cliff before I could reveal myself to you. And I, and I try to picture what that, what, why did God have to put Moses in the cliff? And I, and I came to the realization that not only is, is God pure essence of light, but God is also part of the wind. Mm. God's glory is the rushing wind. And the only reason you would have to put somebody in a cliff and put your hand over the cliff is if that glory would have blew him away. Mm. The certain essence of who God is. God reveals himself so many times throughout scripture. Yes. What makes God God? God is a just God. Oh, I hate telling the story because I know I know how I am as a person. And I know how I, I grew up. I'm, I'm, I'm dragging this question on. Ain't I? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up. Hold on. Let me just say this. God, a lot of stuff that I, I've, I've, I've done in life, I've got through by the skin of my teeth. What I mean is I just barely made it. I just barely passed. Like it wasn't flying colors. Like what I'm doing right now in college is not even me. This is, this is somebody different. This is a whole new thing. But as far as like going through life, high school, going through life, and, and I'm talking about just barely getting there. So I, I look at Moses and I think about how God is a just God and what Moses made a mistake. Moses was a, Moses was a great servant. But he made one mistake and God punished him for it. And he couldn't see the promised land. All, all that work. And most, oh no, he couldn't see it, couldn't enter it. He couldn't enter the promised land. Only could see it. So when I, when I think about how serious God is, it scares me. And it makes me want to get it right. Mm-hmm. Like God, in, in every aspect of who I am, you know, what's, what's ever not right in me, God, I need you to take it away. Yes. You know, he says the righteous going to get into heaven by the skin of their teeth. Do you know how much skin is on your teeth? I didn't think it was any. Man, that thing is so thin. And I really think it's, it's the enamel. You know, when your enamel on your teeth well, your teeth start to get soft. That, that, that layer is so thin. It's thin. Okay, let me get on with one of my questions. I don't drug your question not. All right, so how much of your life is focused on your possessions? What do you make of that? How much of your life is focused on possessions, and what do you make of that? I try not to let my life be focused on my possessions Mm -hmm. because I know that the things of this world don't matter. Mm. And the more that I realize that, the more that whatever happens I can say, well, God, I trust you. Yes. When you don't put your trust in material things and the things that you have, of course, everybody want to have nice things. But what if those nice things and 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 financial uh, stability and all these things get taken away? Then what will you have? So I not I try not to let worldly possessions rule my life. I try to just 
leave everything in God's hand. I know that's better said than done. Right. But when you really trust God and you really give everything to God, it's really not that hard. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I, I, I want to let whatever I do have to be a blessing to someone else. I want to get to a point where I can just bless somebody and not even think about it. Bless them with thousands of dollars or bless them with a house or whatever that mm. the case may be. Whatever God lay on my heart, I want to be that uncaring about possessional things. Mm-hmm. That's right. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. That's good. That's good. You know, I, I, I possessions, you know, I, I, I was, I was one point in time, you know, just kept about possessions, you know, having, you know, nice stuff and stuff like that. But, I realized that, you know, whatever you lose in life, you can get it back. You know, it's it's really no no heartbeat to it, no, you know, nothing crazy about it. You know, you just you know, it happens. You know, you can't put your everything into what you have and, and think that's that's what make up your life. You know, you still got a life even without it. Because just when you do that, God'll take it all away. Yeah. You'll take everything that you have and you have no choice but put your trust in God. Yep, especially if you turn to an idol. So it's 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 very you have to be very mindful and very careful not to put the things of this world before God. And with you right now. So my next question is, does anyone else's faith inspire you? <sighs> does anyone else's faith inspire me? I'm trying to think about these people in my mind. I'll answer the question. To me, yes. And I would say you. Oh, that kid's going to go. I call. He should go, y'all. Oh. The answer is because you really got faith in God. You have shown that you have faith in God multiple times. And I'd be freaking out about things. And you'd be like, we just going to pray and we're going to leave it to God. And you don't worry about it. Just like. That time with your truck and you had to pay thousands of dollars out. You didn't know what we didn't know where we was going to get the money from, but you had faith and God made a way. Yeah. Just like with your, you know, with things of your health, you know, things was not looking good. Yeah. And you had faith. You say, I got faith. I know God going to do it. Yeah. And guess what? He did it. He turned that whole thing around. I know you don't really like to talk about it, but God turned it. That's a testimony. You need to tell yeah. that. Yeah. God turned that thing around and it didn't take long, less than a month. Yeah. So looking at your faith really inspired me like, hey, you need to have more faith in God. Do you see what faith in God can do? Faith in God can move a mountain. Yeah. It's just the faith the size of a mes- mustard seed is all that you have to have. Yep. I want everybody to get a mustard seed and look at it. Look how small a mustard seed is. That's all God requires us to have. Yep. Faith the size of a mustard seed. Yeah. And if you can have faith the size of a mustard seed, you, you can you can you can overcome anything. Yes. And and you got that thing. You got the faith the size of a mustard seed. You you got it. You know what, woman? You you are so amazing. You are so amazing. Since you brought it up, let's address it then. So what's I was out of work for a minute. Because I went to get a DOT physical. You know, when you drive a truck, you have to get a DOT physical every two years. So I went back and got my DOT physical, and the doctor said that my sugar was high. Um, and now this is out of the blue now. 
never had an issue, you know, before, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what's going on. But I I do recall before the inc- before I went, I was having a hard time fasting, a hard time. Like I couldn't make it past a day. And my wife knows, you know, fasting is like a skill set to me. You know, it's nothing for me to drop into a fast. But doing this particular, and I was telling, her, I said, "Man, I ain't fast. I, I can't make a pass a day one and day two. But what was happening was the enemy was working on me, and I didn't know that it was hindering, you know, my ability to to fast when I needed to. So of course, when I went back to the doctors, you know, they said my sugar was high, whatever the case. And to put me out of work because you can't work, can't drive a truck with with high sugar. And uh, I was just like, you know, lost in 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 time and space for a second. And then, you know, I come back and I'm just like, you know, it is what it is. I'm a firm believer that God going to let happen what he wants to happen. And I can accept that. I'm not going to pout about it. I'm not going to get upset about it. I'm going to let God be God. I'm going to let him have his space to do what he needs to do. Now, y'all know I, I started driving trucks right out of high school for people that know me. So I haven't done exercise in literally seven years of my life, eight years of my life. I haven't done not a single thing, lift the weight, push the weight, exercise, nothing. When I go to the gym now, that's literally muscle memory. Like it's not strength at all. Like I can go and I can push 245 five times muscle memory because I hadn't done nothing. Okay. And honestly, guys, I was I was at a point where I knew and this is why it's so important to have a helpmate. I knew I wasn't going to do it. Our last episode, we talked about the commitment. I didn't want to be committed to it. I honestly didn't care if I went back. And uh, I asked God, I said, well, you're going to have to make my wife my coach. That's why I came and said, you have to be my coach. I said, you have to make my wife my coach. Because if I ain't got nobody to be accountable to, I ain't going to do it. And, you know, even thinking about that, I had a journey, you know, like, you know, what if something catastrophic happens? That didn't even, that didn't even move me. And it's almost like, you know, you know, whatever was on me at that time was like really working on, you know, a knockout punch. Cause we all know what, you know, high sugar, you know, a diabetic coma, you know, all that kind of stuff can happen to you when your, when your sugar is real high. And I told God, I said, you got to make my wife my coach. And my wife was an amazing coach. And, you know, she don't give herself enough credit for what she did. Because if it had not been for her, you know, I never would have did what I did. Those plates that I was posting on, on on Facebook and Instagram and stuff, that was my wife doing. I didn't go in the kitchen and fix that. I wasn't hardly about to go and fix that. But she did that for me. To make sure that I was good. To make sure that I can still be around. To make sure that my sugar got down so that I can go back to work. Yes, and not only did his sugar go down, he also lost weight. Knocking on 15 pounds, he done oh, lost. Oh, I just thought 15 he pounds. He doing anything. He's, <laughs> he's, he's really, he really let that thing be in God's hands. And he said he prayed for me to be able to help him. And God just gave me the strategic things to do. I looked up stuff and looked up. What is a yes. good for, you know, diabetes? And I gave it to him, you know, 
made sure he was watching what he ate. And all apostle and leading lady thought I was being mean, not letting them eat. <laughs> but really, they didn't know. You know, nobody knew. Yeah. This is the first time that, you know, everybody going to know. Now the world going to know yeah. about it. He didn't want nobody to know. But he had to tell that testimony. Because, I mean, it didn't take God long at all. Yeah, it didn't. And it, and, and it, and, and it also plays on, on, on that scripture, faith without works were dead. Because yes. I had to do my part. Yes. And you did your part, and then God led the rest of the way. Yes, He did. Yes, you, he did. you, you, you met, you met God. You met God. What His expectation was for you to do, you met the expectation. So God yep. moved. Yep. And I'm just still in awe of how God turned that thing around so fast. Yep. Even the doctor was in awe. So fast. Even the doctor say this normally don't happen. Yep. And I was just thinking to myself, but God. But God. Yep. But God. Yep. But God. God always make a way out of no way. Yep. And, and just some some insight to some people as the Holy Spirit begins to talk to me here right now, sitting on this podcast. You know, if you're somebody that you go to the doctor and the doctor tell you there's diabetes running your family, and this and you say yeah, and the doctor says that well, that's why you got it. I need you to understand this: you're not a diabetic. It's something that you caught, right? And it can be reversed, but it's gonna take work on your part. And I'm here to tell you the biggest, biggest, biggest thing that you can do for your body is to exercise it. Yes. Get in the gym for 30 minutes and move your legs. The doctors always say, all you got to do is 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. That's it. 30 minutes a day. So imagine if you go in there and you do an hour. You over, you over exceeding. Yep. You going above and beyond. Yep. Oh, and then the part about how the doctors say, you know, if he come back next time and it's low, even lower, he's going to be taking off the medicine. Yep. So God just do everything for a reason. Yep. And everything he do is to test you. Yep. To see what you're going to do. Yep. And then so he can show you what he's going to do. Yep. Because God always, yep. he, he goes above and beyond. He's He goes ex- exceedingly. Yeah. And he already promised us health because he said by his stripes, what we are healed. Yep. He said that is plenty yep. of instances in the Bible declared, where he is declared. healing people. Yes. He is casting out demons. He yes. is just doing everything that people would say that he can't do. Yes. Every God can do everything but fail. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to know God can do everything but fail. Everything. God sees all and he knows all. Mm-hmm. And God can do it. Yes, he can. Because if God can do it for us, he can do it for you too. Yes, he can. God can do it. You just got to believe that God can do it. And then have faith that God can do it. Yep. And then God will show you that he can do it. Yep. And and then declare it already done. That's important too. Yep. That's important too, cause I kept saying, "Oh, when you go back to this doctor, yep, sure it it's is. gonna your your it's your diabetes is gonna be gone. It's gonna be lowered. You are gonna be able to go back to work." And God still provided for us. We never went without. Yeah, for sure the record, is. we never went without. Sure we did. never didn't have a way. The 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 pay bills. God made a way. He still made a way. Out of no way. So we we still give God the glory. And this was and this was during Christmas time too. You know, we had all that stuff we got for Christmas. We had to go and, and, and pay back. And they missed not one payment. Yes, and we keeping it very 100 
Cause it this walk with God is easy as you make it. I'm yep. not ashamed of nothing. Yep. Yep. That's the truth. And 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 for the people that that wanna make it seem like what it ain't, God know what it is and what it ain't. Yep. Sure and I'm not trying to put on a show for nobody. Yep. Cause I don't have nobody to impress but God. That's the only person I'm trying to impress. Yep. Yep. That is. Oh my yeah. <laughs> I should have on came on here and talked that thing, y'all. Oh, my goodness. That was good. That was good. All right, so my next question is, what do you imagine the church would be like 100 years from now? Wow. Oh, that's a big one. I don't know if we even here for 100 years from now because the way it's looking. God is coming. Well, they, you know, even when I was little, they used to say, "God is coming uh-huh. back. God is coming back. God is coming back." Yeah. So imagine how close He is now. Yeah, I know, right? I, I when I be driving down the road, I be like, "God, you know what? Today, today wouldn't be a bad day." Crack the sky, come on. You know, I say that a lot. But I be like, "I think today's a good day <laughs> for the comeback." Yeah. Yes. I, I would hope that the church is is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And reaching as many souls and as they can. Yep. And just not leading people astray. Yep. Because it you know, the book of Jude, it'll tell you about leading people astray mm-hmm. and w- what God will do to you. And when you turn people from their faith, mm-hmm. the book of Jude explains that. Mm. So I highly recommend to go read the book of jo- Jude so you can see. That you can't afford the the not have a relationship with God to to lead people astray, to lead people away from their faith. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because right the judgment that. of God come against you. It ain't no joke. I don't know what to tell you then. Gonna be in for a rude ain't awakening. Nothing, ain't nothing nobody can do. Ain't no prayers that nobody can pray. Yeah. To stop what God is gonna do. Yeah, because He's so sure gonna deliver that hammer down. He don't, psh, but that judgment, God, you be thinking God ain't got no heart to come down to some of the judgments He put down, but He be serious about that thing. Yeah, and He even tell us, you know, when we, when we, when we leave from this earthly body, we're gonna have to give an account, and we're gonna have to be judged for everything that we have done. Yep, yep. Every aimless word you have we to, ever you said, have to, you have to be accountable for what you have done. So you need to live a life. That is pleasing and acceptable to God. Come on here. Because you don't want to have to explain why you didn't do this and why you didn't do that. Yes. Or why you did that and why you did this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it and and at that too, even if it's even the conversation, you know, it, 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 it even could be like reading off a sheet. Guilty, guilty, guilty. And you don't get a chance to explain your explanation. You know, when that time comes, who knows if we're going to be able to have a rebuttal. You know, in that time frame, that's a scary part, too, yeah. you know, and then you get a sentence without even getting to make your claim or make your case. But you know what, too? It just came to my mind. Jesus already been making your case every day of your life. Because yep. even when God look at us, he don't see us. Mm-hmm. He don't see you. He don't yeah. have a respect of a person. Mm-hmm. He don't see you. He see Jesus. He see Jesus. Hello. So. Yes, Y'all got to read the word. And read you, the word. You listen, and you get a new name and you get up there. Yes. Come on. So you're not even, you not, come on. Yes. Man. God, God is just amazing. Got to get ready. We got to get ready because 
when you born, you speak in God's name. And when you leave this earth, you'll speak God's yeah, name. You speak God's when name. you inhale yeah. and exhale, yeah. you saying Yahweh. Saying Yahweh, yep. Yahweh. 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 That's his name. God, God's something else. He, yep. you, your mind can't even fathom how God is. You cannot yep. box God into a box. Sure can't. It's limitless. You got to think of everything that can happen, he can do. Everything that, that can possibly happen, he could do. He can do it all. Okay, so my next question is, how does being a Christian impact how you view marriage? Ooh. How does being a Christian impact how you view marriage? Uh, I'm so glad you brought this up. This is a strong question. Probably going to be on another 30 minutes answering this question. <laughs> give me five minutes. All right, so listen. I think it 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 is heavy, you know. My Christian belief is heavy on how I view my marriage. I'm following it by the book of the Bible to the T. I mean, every in every aspect that I do, you know, is you know, how you want to say? God, Christ, the man, the wife, and the children. Uh, people like to have it's this. Um, people like to have all this other different kind of stuff about you know how a marriage should be founded, but. You know, people want to build a marriage on a, on a man and what he makes or, or a woman and, and what she does, or, you know, or what she can bring to the table, you know, things of that nature. Granted, you know, you know, like, you know, like somebody credit scores, people want to what, what your credit score is for you get married, you know, all that kind of stuff there. One thing credit can be fixed, you know, so I mean, that's not really a big deal. It's a matter of are you willing to go through it with that person? Right. Your marriage should be founded on love, point blank, period. I don't care what nobody telling you, all the stuff you see out on social media, people talking about, you know, love fade away, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. Everything that you do behind God is based on love. Uh, his two commandments that he gave when he came back was love thy neighbor, which love yourself, and to love thy God with all thy heart. Okay. Love. Love was the key to following all 10 of the commandments. Okay. So, your love should be your foundation. Like my wife, I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. I don't care about nothing else, nothing that's happening, or nothing that 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 go on, or whatever the case may be. I love my wife because I love my wife. I don't care what she have or what she don't have. She was here made for me to be my helpmate. And when I say a helpmate, what does that consist of? Whatever I need help with So whatever that consists of That comes behind The love of our relationship Because that's what's keeping me Worried about what somebody doing And what somebody making In the bank That stuff will pass away You know You know Purpose Drive All that kind of stuff People like to claim They want the people to have For them to get married None of that stuff matters At the end of the day Without any dressing Without any clothes I love my wife and the sheer essence of how much I love my wife is what keeps me, is what motivates me, is what drives me. Everything else comes 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 second to that, you know, third, fourth, fifth, whatever comes to that. And, you know, we, we build from there. Without that foundation, you can have nothing. So the Christian concept is very heavy on my marriage. It's a covenant with God. You know, you know, you enter into a covenant with God. It's not to be taken lightly because God hates divorce. Right. So, you know, when you get into something, you are in it because you're in it for no other reason. 
for no other reason. Why did Eve, why did God give Eve to Adam? Why did God give Eve to Adam? How did God even know that he needed somebody that looked like him? Right. Adam got everything he could possibly need. Adam has God. What more could he possibly need if he has God? Mm. The certain essence of who God is and his thought process says Adam needs somebody like him. Yep. Say what man is not fit to be alone. Adam needs a companion. So let me make him a helpmate. So that's what God goes and do. You are made. Your sole original purpose was made for that one person. That's it. To live this earthly life. No other drive. No other motivation. It was simply for Adam. Was your whole purpose. Yes. God is God is just good. Um, For me, being a Christian impacts my marriage in a way of, you know, what God tells you. He tells you how to be a husband. He tells you how to be a wife. He say that the wife have to be submissive to their husbands and that the wife is a helpmate to the husband. That don't mean that the husband just, you know, say, oh, this is how it's going to be. This is how it go. No, you know. I go to I go to my husband and and we talk things over. He don't just say, "Oh, this, this, this." He asks me what I think. It's not just him, you know, thinking. You know, he just just high and mighty. No, God will teach you how to be a good wife, and God will teach you how to be a good husband. But you, but as a wife, you have to be submissive to your husband. So if my husband say, "Hey, I don't want you doing that. I don't think that's a good idea. I'm gonna take." What my husband say and 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 abide by that. Mm-hmm. So you just have to be mindful, and you know, being married is a blessing. Yes, it's a blessing because you always got your person, no matter what life throws you, no matter what happens in life. You know, always you got always got your person. Yes, I always got you, baby. That's right. I love you. I love you too. Oof, yes indeed guys listen guys listen i hope you enjoyed today's episode i hope it was impactful for you I hope you guys got to learn something I hope you guys got encouraged and motivated and inspired to you know get out here and conquer everything that god has set for set for you to conquer okay any last remarks babe before i pray us out no all right y'all i'm finna pray us up out of out up here and uh we're gonna have ourselves a a blessed rest of the day Father God we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. God, we thank you for where you've brought us, oh God, and, and how far we've come, oh God. God, we thank you for paving the way for us to walk, oh God, paving us the way to run, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I, I if I just had to 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 if the only thing I could say, oh God, was thank you, God. God, that that would be enough for me, oh God. Just God, to just say thank you for my life, oh God. Thank you for where you've brought me, oh God. Thank you for all the blessings, oh God, that you continue to pour and instill into my life, oh God. God, thank you for caring about me, oh God. Thank you for for not uh, uh um, pushing me to the side, oh God. Thank you for having me as a priority on your mind, oh God. God, thank you for bringing me out of the situations that 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 seemed like it was the end of the road, oh God. But when I can look ahead, oh God, and 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 see that you are in front of me, plowing the ground, oh God. 
and creating a road out of nothing oh god god i thank you for that very uh, uh that very movement oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god god thank you for the health oh god thank you for the continued blessings in health oh god thank you for the uh, um for the strengthening oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god thank you for the works that you are doing inside of your people's life oh god thank you for the blessings that you are adding into their life oh god and may they receive oh god every blessing oh god that is due unto them oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god help us to fight temptations oh god god your word says that you make an escape out of every temptation oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god god i ask that it be strengthened oh god to the point that where we can see a temptation turn our heads oh god and keep moving oh god and headed towards you oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god hallelujah god i thank you god for there's no one that can do it like you oh god no one that can be like you are being oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god god you are the master architect of everything that we see out in this life oh god god i'm thankful that i'm able to walk out into the world oh god look to my left and look to my right oh god look up at the sky and see your very creations oh god god i am thankful oh god for every person oh god that you have made to lay upon this earth oh god that they are able to move around oh god be able to do the exact thing that you have a uh, uh, instruction for their life to be and to do oh god hallelujah god in the mighty name of jesus oh god but there was somebody oh god somewhere oh god that is hurting for you, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. God, I ask that your presence show up in their life, oh God. God, I ask that your power show up in their life, oh God. God, that you be able to go in and to lift them up like none other, oh God. May they have an intercounter or an encounter, oh God. May they have a, 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 a a display of your power and your will oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god and god we thank you oh god we thank you oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god god we come against every evil spirit oh god every spirit of depression every spirit of anxiety every spirit of of of, of that, that tries to come against us god we we stand firm on your word oh god god we stand firm inside of your glory inside of your light oh god the god that you have or, or ordained us the ability oh god to cast out demons and devils oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god and therefore i stand oh god and i come against every evil thing oh god every lustful spirit oh god every spirit of temptation oh god every spirit of depression oh god god i come against the very essence of cancer oh god that has been playing this world oh god for centuries oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god every principality oh god that's getting new contracts um generational curses oh god god i come against it oh god and god i lift it up off of this region oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god and may your word and may your glory and may your spirit fill this region oh god may it come across this region oh god and may it flow through it oh god like an everlasting living water oh god and may the breath of your ruach oh god blow through this land oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god blow out of every evil and demonic spirit oh god send it back oh god into the abyss from which it came oh god till you wait judgment oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god hallelujah god i thank you oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god god for you have done it oh god and that you are doing it right now oh god in the mighty name of jesus oh god in jesus name in jesus name in jesus name Amen. hallelujah hallelujah so it be and so it is and so it be and so it is God in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Hallelujah, God. God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, we thank you, God. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Listen, guys, this has been the episode of the Crown Table Unleashed. 
hope you guys had an amazing uh, 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 hour that we have been on here on today, guys. Listen, I want to wish you guys a blessed rest of the day, guys. Go forth knowing that God is by your side. Go forth, go boldly, and make strides. I love y'all, and we'll see y'all again next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Crown Table Unleashed with Jeffy Clark III. If you found today's episode meaningful and impactful, share it right now with your friends and family. Tune in again right here, same place, same time. And remember, we're meeting you where you are no matter what time of the day it is. Oh, Jesus, Jesus.